Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And it says, therefore I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. He says, don't worry about your life. Come on, somebody. Don't worry about your life. Show of hands, how many of us worry about our lives? Let's just be honest, right? And it's like, Jesus, it's a novel statement. Thank you. But don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, uh, what you will wear. <clears throat> Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? If you came into this place doubting your worth this morning, I want you to know that Jesus values you. He loves you. And you were worth so much that he gave his life for you. All right. Can any of you add, I love this question, can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? Ever tried to do that before? If I could just add one more day by worrying, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. In other words, Jesus knows what you need. God knows what you need. Even if you're sitting here today and you haven't even articulated it in prayer, he knows what you need. But here's the verse that I really want us to focus on this morning. And this is going to kind of build the framework for where I want to go um, today for what I believe is, a, is an interesting message at best. Uh, verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all, shall all, all these things will be provided for you. Other translations, ESV translation, and others would say all these things would be added to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day, come on if you agree with this, each day has enough trouble of its own. And I want to speak to you from this again, Jesus. We appreciate that. So this morning as we continue on in our series, Blend, I want to speak to you from the subject, the binding agent. The binding agent. As we look at the one who holds the recipe of our lives together. Will you pray with me just one more time this morning? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's alive and it's effective, that it works in us. It changes us from the inside out. And so God, this morning, I pray that you would begin a good work inside our hearts as we dive into your word. And for some of us this morning, I pray that you would complete one and start a new one. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this place. We thank you for the air that we breathe this morning, that we have another day. This is your day, and we will stand and we will rejoice in it. We love you and we worship you in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, and everybody shouted. Amen. Amen. I got to be honest with you, I changed the message uh, this morning on Friday. Um, <laughs> so if it's not good, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like God was leading me in a different direction. I had a whole different message planned for this morning. And then um, as I was just kind of praying and thinking through things, and, and I found this song this week by uh, a, a worship leader named Cody Carnes. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before. Um, but he did this song. He's just recently released this song, and I just sat in it. And it's literally, you can ask my wife, it's been on repeat, literally. Like, it ends, and then I hit repeat, and it's been going since, since Friday. And I've just been soaking in it, and as I was, I really felt like God challenged me to just change the message um, this morning, um, for this morning. And so um, I just want you to lean in this morning, because I really think that God's got a powerful and profound word for us. Um, 
But we gotta, we gotta deal with this issue of recipe and, and the issue of a binding agent in the recipe. Um, just show of hands one more time. How many of you like to cook or bake? Cook or bake. We, we did this last week, but I just wanna make sure that we all feel comfortable with each other. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a forgetful person. And uh, I'm a distractible person. I have a tendency to wander off at times, um, both physically and in my mind. <laughs> um, but uh, this is why baking's hard for me, because if I follow an instruction book, I have a tendency to get distracted. And how many of you like, are, are like me? You have like a little bit of rebel in you, where even if the instructions in the book tell you to do it a certain way, you just want to like throw something else in. Right? Or you're like, hey, well, can, I, can I just like maybe extract something as well? That'd be fun and just see what happens, see what, see what I come up with. So um, in cooking and baking, as I've, as I've tried it, I've realized that I have a tendency to forget things. And I was making something one time, and uh, uh, it was meatloaf, actually, because who doesn't love a loaf of meat? Um, some of you in here are like, well, actually, me, I'm, I'm vegetarian. And so... Um, so I was making this meatloaf, and, I was, and, I, and when I got to the end, I got to the place where I had to like stick it in the sink. And, and this is what's really disconcerting about my meatloaf in this moment is it was actually kind of like almost like runny. It wouldn't stick together. You know what I'm talking about? Like the meat, like all the other stuff that was in it, like it wasn't holding. And I was like, this isn't a loaf. It, it's like bleh. <laughs> And I was, I was getting really frustrated because, like, why can't I get this, this meatloaf to work the way that I want it to? Like, why won't it stay together? And then I remembered something. There was this one instruction in the booklet that said you needed to add something that operated or acted like a binding agent. And the minute I stuck the binding agent in, which happened to be, in this instance, bread comes and eggs, all of a sudden... My meat stuck together. And I was like, hallelujah, praise Jesus. And the meatloaf turned out really, really good. And I started thinking about it. And here's the, here's the rub, is that so many of us in life are wondering why the recipe that we're trying to work and the recipe that we have, we have seemingly the right ingredients and we're trying to figure out why they're not sticking together. And I want to I challenge us this morning with the thought that possibly in the midst of our recipe, we may have forgotten to add the single most important agent of all, the binding agent. And this is why Jesus communicates to us right here to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, to seek first him at the end of the day. And all these things will be added or bound, bound together, and everything will actually work out. Not perfect, but seemingly the way that it should. So if life is like a meatloaf, we need a binding agent. And so this idea sent me on a tizzy on Friday. And I started looking up and studying binding agents. I know, it's a riveting Friday. <laughs> and I came across this website that gave me the scientific reasoning behind binding agents. And I was fascinated. And they took a singular focus on eggs, because who doesn't love eggs? Some of you are like, nope, I hate eggs actually, but I love eggs, we eat eggs every morning. And uh, so I started studying eggs. So today I want to I use eggs <laughs> yeah. 
as a foundation to study this issue of binding agent because of a binding agent because as I started to study out what eggs can do, I found out that eggs are actually a really amazing binding agent. And they have five different applications as a binder. And as I started to look at these different applications, I started to realize something that Jesus is like eggs. <laughs> Some of you are like, I'm never coming back to this place. <laughs> Just follow me. Because I think by the time we get to this fifth one, by the time we get to this end of this thing, you will, like me, be amazed at how Jesus operates as a binding agent in our life. But here's the working definition of a binding agent in cooking. Binding agents are an ingredient, are any ingredient that can help a mixture hold its shape or remain bound together. Sometimes binding agents do double duty and also add texture. Come on. Binding agents are typically added to the food stuff at different stages throughout the cooking process and service depending on the binding agent and how it is used. Colossians chapter 1, 16 through 17. For everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. Here it is. And by him, all things hold together. He's the binding agent. And when he's mixed into the recipe, when we add him, first and foremost, understanding that he is the thing that holds it all together. And we can work to get the right ingredients and we can strive to find the right ingredients and we can read the Bible as much as we want to and we can pray as much as we want to. But if Jesus is not the central focus, the binding agent of it all, it will not hold together. You can practice whatever keys we want to. But he's got to be the binding agent. Again, in Hebrews 1, 1 through 4, long ago, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature. Watch this, sustaining, holding together all things by his powerful word. I don't know if there will be a message in this series as important as this one. We can do everything possible to have the right ingredients for the recipe of life, yet without Jesus, the binding agent, the recipe is a mess. We can read the Bible for knowledge and miss Jesus. Some of us do that. We can, we can read the Bible for doctrine and theology and miss Jesus. We can worship out of, out of duty and protocol and miss Jesus. We can help people and love people and miss Jesus. We can give and serve and miss Jesus. It's called religion. <laughs> religion is all the ingredients put together, but it doesn't have the binding agent. And now you can see why this message and all of a sudden when God's like, you got to switch some things up. It got me really excited because this is probably one of the most important things we can understand about Jesus to move from religion to something else, a relationship with Jesus. He has got to bind all the stuff together. He has got to be the binding agent. So if a binding agent is required, I want to know why. Because if you're like me, understanding is so important. So what I want to do with the remainder of our time is take a look at five things. I'm out of breath already. I'm so pumped right now. 
I want to take a look at five things that a binding agent does in a recipe. This is where it gets amazing. And to do this, I want to use eggs to help us understand this binding agent truth. And as I studied eggs, there were so many amazing parallels to which Jesus um, works and operates in our lives as a binding agent. So I want to look at those five things and apply them to our lives. Can we do that this morning? So if anybody asks you, what did you learn at church this morning? You can say, Jesus is like eggs. <laughs> and that'll work for us. Need your help this morning. Come on over, shot number one. The first thing that a binding agent does, a binding agent, and this is specific to eggs, this is where the parallel comes from because they have so many, a binding agent operates as leaven. A binding agent operates as leaven. Listen to this quote about eggs operating as leaven. Eggs have a great ability to leaven or puff up foods when air is beaten into them. Egg whites are especially good at this, and when beaten, they create a foam that has more stability and volume than whole eggs or yolks. When air is incorporated into the protein molecules in egg whites, the proteins unwind and stretch to form an elastic web that enhances their air bubbles. Who knew? (laughs) Pastor Justin knew. (laughs) Egg whites, this is insane. Check this out. Egg whites can expand up to eight times their volume. They provide volume and structure, volume and structure, volume and structure to souffles, angel food cake, and meringues, which we all love. (laughs) Matthew 13, 33, in case you wanted to know if this was in the Bible, he told them another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until all of it was Leaven. In other words, a binding agent brings structure and volume to that it is mixed with. And I love this idea because we understand that when leaven is incorporated, it literally affects and impacts the whole of that which it's been incorporated into. And the truth is, is that when Jesus is introduced into our lives, he affects and impacts every part of who we are. Every area, every space, every faculty is impacted when we surrender to him. But we have to surrender. We have to allow ourselves to be leavened. We have to allow ourselves to be uh, pulled and put back together and pulled and put back together and needed. Our lives need to be needed. Why? So the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Jesus, is incorporated into every part of who we are. Am I talking to anybody this morning? (laughs) We have to allow the leaven like quality of his grace make its way through the totality of who we are. But we also have to understand that leaven can work on the other side of things. Paul would tell this to us, Galatians 5, 7 through 9. You were running so well, he would say. Who prevented you from being persuaded regarding the truth? This persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole batch of dough. In other words, there's other leaven. There's other things that incorporated into our life when needed in us and pulled and put back together when bitterness is our leaven, when frustration is our leaven, when hatred is our leaven. Come on, when unforgiveness is our leaven. When all of these things is our, 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 our leaven, when that is incorporated into our life, what does it do? 
It impacts and affects every ounce of who we are. We have to allow the grace of God and his kingdom to be the leaven in our lives and impact the recipe of our lives. When the kingdom of God is working in my parenting, when the kingdom of God is working in my marriage, when the kingdom of God is working in my leadership, when the kingdom of God is working in my job, when the kingdom of God is working in every ounce of who I am, when the kingdom of God is the lens that I look through. Come on, somebody. When the kingdom of God are the ears that I listen with, when the kingdom of God is the mouth that I speak with, a little leaven leavens the whole thing, and the kingdom of God is like leaven, and when it works in our lives, it changes everything. It changes everything. Number two, have a shot number two? The second thing a binding agent does. Oh, here we go. A binding agent enables emulsification. That's not a Bible word. But it will be in a minute. This is the truth and reality of reconciliation. So emulsification is this. The power of emulsification, especially eggs, is they actually allow two incompatible ingredients to work together. Oil and water. Just add eggs. Emulsify, and they come together. Romans chapter 5, 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him, access through him, emulsification through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. People who lived sinfully, people who were regarded as broken because of Jesus' sacrifice, him being the eggs to the recipe, took two things, God and man, who were diabolically opposed, and he mixed them together through this thing called grace. Verse 10, skip down, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, then how much more, having been reconciled, emulsified, will we be saved by his life? And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation or emulsification. A binding agent enables emulsification. Colossians 1, 21 through 23, once you were alienated and hostile. In other words, you were over here. God was over here. And your mind's expressed in your evil actions, but now. Ever shout now? Now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death. He became the binding agent sprinkled into the recipe and it was mixed together and it was emulsified and now all of a sudden two things that were opposed now stand together. The truth of reconciliation is that we're sin divided, Christ united, declaring us forgiven, thus reconciling us to God and him. In the book, The Great Doctrines of the Bible, The author quotes it like this, the death of Jesus is set forth as the ground on which a righteous God can party a guilty and sinful race without in any way 
compromising his righteousness. Here's the amazing thing about multiplication is that where you were to take water and oil and they don't come together, the eggs acting as the binding agent don't dilute the power of either one of those ingredients. <laughs> so Jesus, Jesus entered into it. He created the bridge. And it doesn't, it doesn't chip away at the character of who God, the totality of, of Christ and God the Father and the Holy Spirit, the triangle. It doesn't, it doesn't at all defeat or break down the character of that reality. Jesus became the eggs. You're going to look at eggs a whole new way when you cook them next time. <laughs> You're going to fry up that egg and be like, oh, baby, I like these eggs. <laughs> When emulsification takes place, it's because the binding agent is working to bind ingredients together that may seem like they were incompatible. So now my faith and my nine to five job, they actually work together. My parenting and my faith, they work together. My marriage and my faith, they work together. In other words, we have to examine our lives in order to figure out where we've created division and see that Jesus brings together these areas when we originally believed they were divided. Number three, every shot number three. A binding agent generates thickening. And some of us are like, I don't need thickening. <laughs> a binding agent generates thickening. In other words, when the binding agent, when these eggs are mixed in, when they're beaten appropriately, right? Over time, you'll watch your recipe starts to, starts to thicken. I don't know if you've ever had a Recipe that's turned out to be weak or runny. Just add a binding agent. In other words, the binding agent adds that structure and strength we were talking about. It generates thickening. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in runniness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast the more about my runniness so that Christ's power may reside in me so I take pleasure in my runniness and in the insults and in the hardships and the persecutions and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. When I am weak, him in me makes me strong. He becomes the thickening agent to my life, he brings structure, he brings strength. And so many times in life, we're simply just trying to make it, aren't we? We feel weak, weary, burnt out and burdened. We feel pressed on every side. And to put it plainly, life feels runny. When we allow Jesus to work his way in our lives, the situations may not change. The situations may not change. But we who are in the midst of those situations do. He's the binding agent. Paul knew what it was to be running and weak in his own right, yet to be strengthened and structured in and through Christ. And that's the place that we need to find ourselves. We are not strong in our outright. Stubborn, yes. Strong, no. Many times we are confused. We believe that our stubbornness is actually strength. But it's not. Our stubbornness is rebellion. 
we don't have strength. It's strength in Christ that holds us up. Because if we're all honest, we will all run out of strength at a certain moment. You've been there. How many of you know you operate in what you believe is your strength, which is actually stubbornness, and then we get to the end of it, and you realize, and we say this, I've got nothing left. I need a binding agent. We all have our breaking points. Christ does not. He does not relent. He does not break down. He does not weaken. He is unmovable and unshakable, ever-present and sustaining. He is all-powerful and almighty. He alone is sufficient. He is the eggs. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10 would say this. The God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself do what? Restore, establish, strengthen and support you after you have suffered a little while. To him be dominion forever. Amen. Life may feel runny. Add the binding agent. He thickens it up. If life is feeling runny, man, the soup's runny. I don't want soup, I want stew. Remember those old chili commercials? Right? Where they used to be able to stick the fork in the middle of the chili. What was that chili called? Remember? Somebody? <laughs> no one knows. All right. That's awesome. Anyways, there used to be this chili commercial, and they would talk about different types of chili, and the chili that was the best chili was the one that, come on, somebody, you can stick a fork in it and stand straight up. Why? Because it's thick. It's structured. And our lives, without the binding agent, it's weak and runny. It's weak and runny. But you add a little binding agent. Come on, somebody. The structure changes. Structure changes. Number four, everybody shout number four. A binding agent produces binding. <laughs> I know, that was deep. My, Erica actually leaned over to me. She was looking at my message last night. She goes, really? Binding agent produces binding. You're going to go with that. <laughs> yes, I am. I know it sounds redundant, but we're going to look at it in a different application. Colossians chapter 1. We read this earlier, 16 through 17. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. A binding agent brings all the ingredients of a recipe together in both harmony and unity. This is why Jesus has to be the centrality of who we are as a church. I think this is especially important for us as a church right now and for this season Jesus has to be the binding agent for the well. He has to be the one that unifies us as we multiply as a church. The unity of our church can't be about me or a person or a pastor on our team. It has to be about the person, Jesus. If Jesus is the center of the church, then everything can revolve around him and we will have the right recipe for reaching this valley like never before. Can I tell you something? Man is not the binding agent. Jesus is the binding agent. And at the end of the day, when we allow ourselves, when we allow our church to be bound by man, we're not allowing the church to be the church that Jesus said it would be, the church that he owns, the church that he's responsible for, the church that he said he would build and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Jesus at the center is the unifying factor in this all. A binding agent binds. A binding agent binds. 
That's why the well's becoming what it's becoming. Multicultural, multi-generational, right? Multifaceted. Why? Because man is not at the center of it. Jesus is at the center of it. And only Jesus can bring all things, all people together. A binding agent produces binding. We gotta be unified. And unity is only possible. Unity is only possible where Jesus is. Number five, and the last one is this. How many of you appreciate eggs now? Number five, a binding agent acts as a coating. <laughs> a binding agent acts as a coating. Luke 24, 36 through 49. I'm going to read from the ESV version. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and frightened, and though they, they thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your heart? See my hands and my feet, that, that is, I myself. This is just after his resurrection. He says, touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still disbelieved for joy and were marveling, he said to them, have you anything here to eat? That's the best ministry happens around food. They gave him a broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. That he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Now here we go. Here's what I want you to hear. Verse 49. A binding agent acts as a coating. And behold, I am sending the promise of my father upon you, but stay in, to, in, in, stay in the city until you are clothed until you are coated with power from on high. Sometimes you got to brush a little eggs on the top of them biscuits. And what was dull and bland and opaque, you coat it. And it changes the color of it. It makes it look like it's supposed to look. And Jesus said, wait till you receive power coding from on high. A binding agent can actually act as a residue that coats and covers in order to protect, be used as an adhesive, and to give it the color and the character according to the recipe designed for it. It is the Holy Spirit in us and on us that makes things stick in us and on us. He coats us with protection. The kingdom that Jesus talked about has a culture, a taste, a smell, a feel, an identity, and it should stick to us. Joy should stick. Hope should stick. Faith should stick. We don't have, a li have to live a life of constant back and forth, and that is why we are called to receive 
from Jesus. And this is why Paul writes to us in Philippians 3.12, not that I've already reached the goal or I'm already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of the coding, to take hold of that which he has for me, I also have been taken hold of by Christ. We all need some coding in our lives. A binding agent acts as all of these things. Today, Jesus has been proclaimed in this church in the clearest and most definitive way that I know how to proclaim him. He is the binding agent. And when he's mixed into the recipe of our life, guys, we can have all the ingredients that we want sitting in a bowl. But without the binding agent, they stand independent ingredient. But you put the binding agent into it, and it turns that recipe into what it was supposed to be. I wonder if this morning you've allowed the binding agent to be mixed into your recipe, into our recipe. And for some of us, we've been doing life, we've been doing our thing frustrated because the recipe hasn't seemed to work. And you may even say to yourself, I, I, I think the ingredients are right. But I just wonder if maybe the binding agent hasn't been added in. So this morning, I'm going to ask everybody to stand to their feet in this moment. And I want us to consider that for a minute. Ask everybody to bow your head and close your eyes.